good afternoon, everybody. Afternoon. You might be listening to this at any time. Um, morning, evening. Hey, uh, my name is Rachel Hoffman. <laughs> I am in charge of the middle school STEM department. Hello, I am Patty Mabry. I am the director for the Center for Innovation in the upper school at All Saints Episcopal School, Tyler, Texas. And today we have a very special guest with us today uh, for the Stimulating Podcast. I didn't even say that. Hey, welcome to Stimulating ASC's E-E-S. But here we go. Um, We have a new month this month. Every month we have a uh, focus, and this month's focus is engineering. So we wanted our very first class, or our very first podcast sorry, I'm tired, guys, to be um, the lead engineer teacher of our upper school. So welcome, Miss Adair. Hi, thank you. Hi, Amanda. (laughs) We're glad to have you here. Thank you. The stars aligned and, you know, classes worked out. Yes. Awesome. And we can do that without having to shuffle the board. Yeah. So anyway, um, we're going to let you take charge. What do you think engineering looks like in the STEM world? Ooh, good question. So my engineering experience is next to nothing as far as like my educational experience. When I was hired on here at All Saints, they said, here is this class, do what you want. And I was like, okay, Um, I don't really know what that looks like. But luckily, all the ones that come to me have had backgrounds in middle school and um, in elementary with makerspace and stuff. So we weren't starting from from ground zero. Um, What I kind of did with engineering is I said, okay, engineering is such a broad field. Huge. And in the past, um, I've taught for 11 years now, I've had many students to go on to college to become engineers. And a lot of them have gone in thinking that they want to do civil and then halfway through they change to mechanical or they know that they want to do mechanical and then they turn into computer science, you know, or something. And so I wanted to say, okay, let's save you some time and money by exploring what engineering is, all the different fields and what that entails. Some come out of the class knowing that they want to do something that they hadn't even considered when they walked in at the beginning of the year. Um, While others may go through the class and decide, you know what, I don't really think I want to do this. And that's valuable too, because that also saves you time and money when you get to college. So what we do in engineering um, for the year that I have, mostly seniors, occasionally I'll have a junior or, you know, a few, but um, with my seniors, mostly we do three things. I call it my, my, three-legged stool, I guess you'd say. That's our foundation. Um, One part is exploring the different types of engineering. So what is civil? What is mechanical? Um, And we do that through an edX class. That's an intro engineering class out of UT Arlington. That's awesome. So we go through that, that free online class um, that you would take as a freshman, but we're going ahead and doing it their senior year. So that's part of it. Um, The second part of our class is a mentorship program where I match them with a a real live engineer in in the community, (laughs) someone who's actually gone through college and has their degree and works in the field. And I try to get a wide variety. You know, some are working in like landscape architecture, some are working with construction, some are doing computer programming, but they're all... Um, different aspects, different types of in the engineering profession. So I try to get to know my kids at the beginning of the year and say, what are you interested in? And then match them with somebody that would kind of walk them through like, okay, here's what that actually looks like when you get that job. I know it sounds really cool to say you're a mechanical engineer, but what do you do right. with right. that? And then the third part of the class is some hands-on experience. You know, get them in there, get their hands dirty, start from an idea, go through the trial and error 
development process, um, have some successes, have some failures, get that perseverance and grit to produce a product for somebody. And I ha- it has to be for somebody. You know, we're not going to just make little figurines to go on their shelf. You know, we, right. we want something that somebody's going to use. And that gives them feedback, too. If they're just making it for themselves, they can make it however they want. But if it's for somebody and they need it for a purpose, right. then there's a lot more um, things that you have to consider as far as... Sorry. As far as... Punch um, my microphone. That's <laughs> okay. Um, as far as how it works, um, its purpose, the materials that you make it out of, will it withstand abuse, you know, things like that. Right. I think that's a big portion of a lot of what um, upper school, you guys are actually in the community, and I think that's awesome, mm-hmm. like that you're actually making for right. people outside of the school. Middle school, we talk about empathy design, and we're building that empathy mm-hmm. design, but you don't. I love my middle schoolers dearly. You don't want them making too terribly much for the community yet. Um, <laughs> towards eighth grade, we get to the right. point where we can start making for the community. More but, professionally. But right now, it's, projects, you know, most right. of my littles are like, you know, mm-hmm. let's not make anything for them. We'll make it for teachers and, and they'll smile. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you have them or have you, have you considered having them like look into what colleges offer, like which colleges are more, you know, like you're looking at ad tech or ag tech, I guess is what I'm saying. Yes. By the time I get them as a senior, a lot of them have gone through that college process their junior mm-hmm. year. Our college development office is fantastic. Fabulous. At, at, Shout out. Yes. yes at, at really having them explore colleges. So a lot of them have an idea but we really pursue that like you would your freshman year and say, okay, is this really what I want? This is kind of the avenue I'm going. Do I want to keep going that way or do I want to change? So yeah, we do look at colleges and that's kind of part of the mentorship program is we ask them where they went to college right. um, and what they majored in. And then, um, yeah, I've had a couple change, but not many. Most of them are just kind of in that, that developing, you know, this is really right. what I want to do, or maybe I should veer a little bit. That's awesome. So if there's a kid in your engineering class that wants to go into like software engineering, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing, um, and they still meet with a mentor, but do Mm -hmm. you, they still do more mechanical projects or do you try to give them a chance to do other projects? It's really hard when you're in a high school setting. It is. It is. And it really depends on the year in the group. Um, My first year here, we did a lot more um, electronics and coding because that's the group that I had. Right. Um, We made a panel um, actually for the outdoor learning center, that was our, our target audience there where you see a picture of a bird and we actually, um, worked oh, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we worked with copper roof media. They made the panel and then we put all the buttons with it. So you, you see a picture of a bird that you see out in the woods at the outdoor learning center and you say, right. okay, I saw this. What is that? And you push the button and then a light lights up next to the name and we added an extra layer where the sound of the bird plays. So oh, you can hear so the cool. tweet, 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 tweet. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that involved a lot of wiring, which I had some that liked to do the computer hardware, um, the soldering. We learned how to solder right. and stuff Your like that. Your electrical engineer wannabes there. Exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. exactly. And then I had one that really got into the coding. I don't know if that's what he's doing now in college, but um, he was interested in that as, at least his senior year. And so he worked with um, my father-in-law, who is a retired electrical engineer, and learned to to code the Arduino to make the lights light up and the sound play. That's awesome. So then the second year, they kind of weren't interested in electronics at all. So we (laughs) did more mechanical stuff. So it just kind of depends from year to year. I'm like, what do you feel in your heart you want to do? You know, what are you interested in? Yeah. And so for our listeners, I know that you've heard this overall theme that we've had over, over the past few months of everything about All Saints tries to steer toward that student agency and that the students being able to figure out what their passion is. And, Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, and, and one of the things that Miss Adair does, and, and she'll get into Makers on a Mission and other things in a minute, but is trying to live our mission, like making mm-hmm. sure she ignites our students' passions to impact our world. And I just want to make sure that the audience knows that. I mean, I, I, I am aware of what she does because I, I work here, but you all aren't. And so we want to make sure that people get a chance to know that when they leave middle school and where they're doing all the engineering, all the fabrication, all the everything, uh, you know, in Rachel's world, they come to my world and it splits off until mm-hmm. they get to really focus on what, what their interests are as opposed to having this like surface view of everything. So, right. And you do a really good job of that, of making sure that the students really enjoy what they do. Um, and if you get a chance, I want you to talk about your, the car project. Do you do that every time? Like where they build a car or was that just happened to be oh, this time? That's actually in physics. That's physics. That's, that's a physics project. I guess she's also yes. a physics teacher. Our, she's amazing. Our physics, um, class. I, before I was here in teaching engineering, I, I love the hands-on projects. And so I built about three or four projects during the year that are hands-on. We do the egg drop project. We make the self-propelled car. You know, there's a lot that they do, but that, yeah, that's in physics. That's not even engineering. Was that rocketing physics? Engine. Yeah. Uh, no, the rockets was actually engineering. We right. just okay. launched some of our rockets. <laughs> yes, I know. It's all in my, it all yeah. mushes together. I love it. But, that's yeah. the cool thing though, is yeah. every single student gets to have you for physics and then some of them get mm-hmm. to have you for, for engineering as well, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, it all kind of Yes. You know, crosses you yeah. know, boundaries there. I know. And some yeah. of those really good projects, like I want to use them for engineering, but they've already done it. You know, <laughs> right. they did oh, it yeah. in physics. So Right. Yeah, absolutely. Find something else to do. So do you feel comfortable talking about makers on a mission at this yeah. point? Because sure. you've you've done some really cool stuff. I'd love for them to hear about everything you know, sure you want to share yeah well that was m- one of my big things when I came to All Saints is that you know doing engineering and and all of this I I wanted there to be a purpose I wanted us to help somebody I don't again want to make just like a little figurine that sits on your shelf it's, it's cute but let's put it to use you know let's, let's right. use this for a purpose and in previous schools some of my favorite students that have really touched my heart have been my autistic kids and I really, really wanted to, you know, I almost like that was one of the things that kind of conflicted me about coming to a place like All Saints is there weren't as many kids with special needs. We just aren't um, we, we don't have that magnet. You know, we don't have enough services for a lot of the ones with really severe needs. And so I kind of felt a little bit of guilt of like, how am I going to help those kids with when with me being here with kids that don't necessarily need that? And then I realized, like, these are the kids that can help those kids. Right. And so our first year um, with my first seven engineering kids, um, we went on a competition to UT Tyler. And that afternoon, you know, of course, they didn't want to come back to school. Who wants to come back to school after a competition? So I said, let's go down to where I used to work and go and visit their life skills class. And I still knew the teacher there. And so she let us in and we got to meet some kids with cerebral palsy and some kids with Down syndrome and some kids with severe autism and say, what do you need for these kids? And, you know, some of the kids really got you know, just in that hour we were there, got attached to my boys who had really never interacted with students with severe needs before. And they were holding hands and, you know, you could tell like their little hearts were just opening for these kids that needed something, whether it was um, a sensory tool or whether it was an adaptive thing for the girl with cerebral palsy. And so they came back from that, like ready to go. Like they were like, we're going to make this and we're going to make this. Um, I had one student that by himself fabricated a, 
it was almost like a lazy Susan. It twists. Right. And, and so that was a, a kinesthetic motion um, tool that, that some of the students used. And then there was one that made like a rocker that you sit on um, to get that repetitive motion, that comforting right. thing. Um, some of them fabricated with our 3D printers a um, adaptive device that goes on your hand that helps you hold a pencil when your grip strength is not very right. not very tight. And so that went to the girl with cerebral palsy because she wanted to color, but she couldn't hold the crayons. You know, and so they they just came back on fire for those kids. And I thought, gosh, I don't have to be there to help them. So I can I can take and now I have all kinds of people to help me help them. Right. So I was really glad I've been put in you a can place touch more people that way. Exactly. Right. I've been put in a place to still help those kids without having to be in the room with them. You know, we can give them all kinds of devices. So we've worked with um, the treatment and learning center downtown. We've mm-hmm. worked with um the Children's Village, which works with foster uh, uh, children in foster care. We've been working with Camp V, the Veterans Center. We've worked with um, you, another partnership is UT Tyler's Occupational Therapy Department. Right. We'll make occupational therapy devices for them, and then they go help additional places that I don't even know where all of our stuff has gone. Right. Um, I'm, I need to write down a list of that because it's just there, there's been so many places that we've helped by putting together and making things and then them going out to the community for those people that need it. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the UT Tyler Occupational Therapy, we have one of your uh, jellyfish oh, yes. deals. Okay. If you want to yes, talk to us about the that. Fiber optic jellyfish. The fiber optic jellyfish. Yes. We were approached by the lady at UT Tyler um, and she kind of showed us some pictures of like, man, I really would love to have something like this. But the one in the magazine, I think was like, $2,000 or something. It was ridiculous. And so that's kind of where our little engineering brains kick in is like, how can we do the same thing, but for like way less money? And we ended up making it less than a hundred bucks. You know, we got some led lights like you would put in your car and an umbrella and made a jellyfish out of it, you know? Um, so engineering and makers on a mission, I kind of talk about them in the same breath because they're both you know, doing the same thing. My engineering, I just have them captive for 45 minutes at a time, whereas Makers on a Mission is more volunteer. But that started my second year here. Um, Originally, a couple years ago, there had been a team that they called the prosthetic team that um, engineered and 3D printed prosthetic arms, I believe, for people. And when I got here, I was like, I don't know the first thing about that. I, I have no idea how to carry on that legacy. I don't know even where to start but I do know how to do this, you know? So we kind of took that original intent of helping mm. people through engineering and said, okay, what can we do? Cause the, the ones that were so, so smart at, at doing prosthetics, they've graduated, you know, and now I'm right. left with kids that have that part for it. They just don't have the knowledge base. So we kind of morphed it into the, the club now makers on a mission. Um, and our big project with that is the bubble tubes. Right. Um, yeah. For, they're so cool. Yes. And they're mesmerizing. Um, all of my students that have ADHD or, you know, kids out there that have autism spectrum, you know, or sensory processing or anything like that, the bubbles are a visual and they're an audio, there's colors, the light changes. And so we've put them out into the community in several places, one of them being Children's Village. Um, right. We had some students that had a traumatic past and so they would use those as a nightlight, as a calming thing so that they could sleep through the night. 
Right. So it's we found so many uses for those. It's been and they're and they're fun to make. You know, they are fun. fun. Together, mm-hmm. my Fab Lab gets to gets to turn some of yes, the, the bases the bases yes. out for you. That's right. And so you know, it's nice to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and we 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 enjoy it on our end. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also so UT Tyler Occupational Therapy um, did a sensory wall for All Saints, mm-hmm. and so it's in the. Um, the preschool area, so our, our 3K through first grade. Somewhere that kindergarten, yeah. maybe, yeah. 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 And uh, and so with those, uh, they're able to calm down if mm-hmm. that's needed or energize up if that's needed. And the wall it was designed by UT Tyler, but we got to fulfill some of those tasks. And that's where your you know fiber optic jellyfish is hanging. Mm-hmm. And, uh, have you seen it over there? Yes, yes. So, and then I had a couple students that... Um, you know, made those mazes mm-hmm. and to engineer those, which was really neat. So there those wooden mazes. So it's it's been fun being a part of that. And mm-hmm. even though it's, you know, it helps us here, it's neat that they now know how to do these kind of things that they can do elsewhere, right. you know, and get out there and help other people. And that's one thing I had to learn as a teacher. I, I always thought, oh, the ones that need the help are the ones with severe needs. But like you mentioned, the three-year-old or the yeah, the three-year-olds they come in from outside and they need to calm down too. They need to calm down. They don't have sensory processing disorder, but they need to calm down. Okay. You well, know? Their sensory skills are not because, exactly. They're learning they're to not cope. together. And right. They're, not, they're learning to cope, and it takes time, and it takes some kids longer than others, and and they may be your your the you know quote unquote typical kid. Right. And um, but they still struggle with with things, and, right. and you know, and and need to be able to calm down, and need to be able to be ready for nap time or whatever it is exactly. that they're going to be doing, and as they enter the classroom, and you know, it's just it's good for them, you know, sensory wise. And so it was neat to see hands on what UT Tyler wants to do and how they they envisioned it. The, mm-hmm. Those master's degree students, so it's a pretty cool deal. I'm glad that we partner with them. I don't. I, I know UT Tyler through my mom, so I don't. I don't, I don't have anything to say <laughs> but, through uh, school. Yeah. So anyway, it's it, it's a great partnership, and we're uh, looking forward to just seeing what they have for us next. Mm-hmm. And so now at this point, we're just in in my world. We're uh, finishing those bottle openers, and we just try yes. to you know print those up and and get them to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty much anything that you all design and want us to. Mass to produce, produce we'll yes. do it for you, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a great partnership with the Fab Lab and, and you all in engineering. Yeah. So it'd be a great business. We just do it all for free. <laughs> we do. And we do, you know. Hmm. Entrepreneurship. That's a free business. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that class involved. Yes, yeah. yes. And then we are starting to really make that um, you know, shift over to trying to get the students to be thinking more from those lines and uh, building that entrepreneurship mindset, not just the maker mindset. You know, and the the empathetic design mindset. We're right. we're really trying to get that more round, well rounded, so kids can kind of learn. Like, I can start my own business. I can do this, and uh, it, it, you know, and I've got a whole marketing team with mm-hmm. Copper Roof Media. I've got all kinds of other things and options here to to learn from, and they get these authentic experiences. I I just I love what All Saints is trying to do, and mm-hmm. so it's we're getting there. You know, yes. it's really neat. Oh yeah. But uh, do you have anything else that you want to talk about project wise? Um, we're always looking for ideas. So okay. if anyone out there has ideas for us, you know, we just kind of take them as they come. Um, right. we've got some other things. It, and again, it depends on the kids and what they're interested in each year. This year we ended up making a, a putting green for, right, you for students. Yes. So it, you never know what's going to pop up. Oh, and the playhouse made the playhouse too. Right. Um, 
which became like a, a, a quiet space, a sanctuary. So we've had a lot of variety and we're always interested. We don't want to repeat ourselves unless, you know, like with the bubble tubes, you need multiple of those. Right. But, but as far as big ideas, we don't want to repeat ourselves. So if there's more ideas out there of how we can help in the community, um, send them our way. Absolutely. And so, yeah, so if you all in the community know of a group with a need or you have something, uh, please feel free to to reach out to us over here at All Saints and and we'll see if we can do it ourselves or make a connection yeah. for you. But we really want to, you know, get the students involved in a, a lot more in the community. Mm-hmm. Anything that we can do uh, to just be able to, you know, reach more people, mm-hmm. the better. Right. Well, I I just love listening to everything that you guys are doing. I'm just I'm sitting here thinking that's awesome. That's right. really that's cool. What my kids <laughs> are going to be awesome. doing later. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. It's it's it, it's it's really a lot. I mean, when you think about the things that we mm-hmm. can accomplish in a year, and it with is. you juggling, and you juggle a, a big course load, and yes. uh, and you you do it very well. <laughs> they stay with you all both semesters, like all yes. year. Yeah, yes, both semesters. Yeah. In your third class that you teach, uh, what is that? You have a third prep. I have four. You have four preps. Yeah. Um, engineering, physics, AP physics, and environmental science. Environmental science. That's right. What, I couldn't remember the title of that class. Yes. yes. Apes. My little apes. Yes. <laughs> and you have, you have a really good time. You know, and you do oh, a lot yes. of stuff. A lot of planning goes into that, though. You know, I've been talking for a while about engineering, but actually AP environmental is my favorite <laughs> to is teach. Really? Yes, my, my background is actually geology, not engineering. Um, so, yes, geology and environmental science. I was a park ranger for, for four right. years. Yes. That's right. So that's actually outside is actually where my heart is. But um, engineering is growing on me. I, I can it's see neat. that. Make sure you take job. engineering outside. What can yes. you engineer while we're outside? Because I want to go. Let's have <laughs> way. Yes. Right. With our new outdoor learning center, I'm sure there will be opportunities oh, yeah. pop up. Yep. You know, uh, that Things was, I mean, going back to when I first started here, one of the ideas was trying to um, build one of those, oh gosh, what are they called? I can't think of it right now. You know, when you're you're trying to get rocks, they go, a sluice, a sluice. Oh. And building a sluice. Really? Yeah. That was actually an idea. I was like, how can we do this? You know, huh, and then have obstacle the course. and have the little, you know, the kids come over and yeah, then they can mine for and and be looking through, you know, oh. different types of materials and minerals and rocks. Huh. Even doing a rock turner, that kind of thing. But uh, interesting. You know, I that mean, cute and then working too, with gravity, and then how do I get that back up and pumps and everything else? Like, there's just there's just a lot of opportunity. It's just a matter of whether we get kids interested in that particular right, yeah. deal. So um, I, I kind of feel like the sky's a limit if we can come up with it oh, and come yeah. up with the right plan. Yeah, uh, we're, we're not going to run out of projects. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> no. <laughs> no. There's always not. something. Yes. Well. Okay. Well, thank thanks. you so much for talking to us about your class. Um, this month we'll continue talking engineering, engineering. Uh, and what it looks like in our different spaces. And I'm sitting here thinking while we're, while we're here and I have the opportunity, can you define engineering for me, please? Ooh. <laughs> so my own personal definition, which is probably not in Webster's and there's probably people groaning when I say this, but, um, it's designing something to solve a problem. Right. So there's some kind of problem. You got to solve it. How are you going to do that? That to me is is engineering. And you're doing it with the best cost in mind. Yes, right. Structurally sound and done in a timely fashion. If you can do those three things and solve that problem, Mm -hmm. you're engineering. You're you're doing something. Okay. My kids are always asking me. 
What's engineering? <laughs> well, and it, they do that, and then at the end of every unit, I have them fill out a thing that said, did you like it? Did you enjoy it? Which mm-hmm. of our core uh, curriculum did you use? And some of them are like, well, did I engineer? <laughs> I'm like, did well, you? did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we go over, you know, what did you do? Did you come up with a plan? Did mm-hmm. you stick to it? Did you, uh, a big thing for, for my group as I just say, did you do math at all? Did you <laughs> have to figure out how to make it move and how to make it work? Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes we do things and mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Like right. It, absolutely. It works. That's part of engineering. It just, it's just standing there and it's just, it doesn't do anything. It's just a thing. <laughs> and so for me, I'm like, okay, you fabricated that. That's great. It doesn't move or do anything though. So we're not going to call it engineering just yet. Mm-hmm. So am I wrong in that? Am I right in that? Um, I would say fabrication is how you make the thing that you need to do engineering like engineering you're trying to solve a problem and so if you fabricate something to solve the problem you've engineered you've engineered you've you've right. made the thing that you need to solve that problem right. now if if your problem is i want an action figure on my shelf then maybe that's not necessarily engineering but and we could build a venn diagram that's more for art. this and, and see it how everything crosses over it would be it would be a kaleidoscope yeah right <laughs> you know um but yeah, as soon as it starts to solve a problem, it, it shifts over into engineering. But then totally. with engineering, you have your different segments of, uh, yes, you know, what, am I, what am I working huge. with? Mm-hmm. And, you know, am I an, an architect versus a civil engineer? You know, right. can be pretty confusing. Although, Absolutely. You know, but then civil engineering can take so many different avenues oh, totally. and what they are able to, to do, yeah. you know. And so I taught, I always told my students, like, well, if you're in an enclosed space that's air conditioned, you're probably talking architecture. <laughs> If it's if it's open the to the field. world, you're talking like you know a football field or a road or bridge or whatever. Then you're you're starting to get to civil. Mm-hmm. If you're figuring out how water gets to a house, you're talking civil. But if yeah. you're talking about building that house, you're talking architecture. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of those. You know, I'm like, you know, how do you mm-hmm. define that? Sure. If I'm air conditioned, I, I've been architect. Yeah. I just turned that into a verb because I can't. I liked it. <laughs> but what? there are sound engineers. So yeah. what? Okay. So how is they're solving a sound problem. Yes, like yes. you want the best possible acoustics. <laughs> Her husband, <laughs> like nodding. Yes, honey. Yes, yes it counts. Okay. Well, right. I mean, like my father-in-law was an engineer at KLTV, right? And so you're like, okay, television station. What do you need to like solve there? But you have to have the best picture quality. You have to right. have the signal boosted to the most people. You know, you right. got to make sure all the equipment stays working, and you know, right. So, so yeah. Well, we ended this once, and then we kept talking because yeah, well, we're I'm good sorry. at that. I know. I, I can ask lots of questions. Listen, I can be five. Like, <laughs> like explain <laughs> it to me like I'm five. I'll just sit here and I'll listen. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much for being on here with us. You're welcome. Of course. Thank we you for having, having me. You. All <laughs> right. We will see you next week where we're going to continue talking about engineering. I can't I can't with you. I say see all the time. I'm sorry, guys. Y'all, y'all know who I'm talking to right now if you've listened to us. I say see. Nathan gets mad, and then I get mad at him. It's an ever-ending cycle. Mm-hmm. We will talk to you next week where we're going to continue talking about engineering. That's right. Uh, you can follow us on our Instagram at ASES. Nope. At stimulating ASES. And, well, right. We have, uh, Miss Adair has her own podcast. You want to tell them about it? I do. Oh, I have podcast. my own podcast. Yes, yeah, for computing. <laughs> for listeners. <laughs> no. Um, Listen what? to us all, please. <laughs> 
being an an environmental person, I love travel and learning about the environment. So mine is the field tripper. So it's all about going out in the East Texas area with your families or your students and getting a feel for um, where you can go and learn and experience things around Tyler. Awesome. Very cool. Well, you can listen to any of our podcasts. We have quite a few podcasts here at All Saints. If you just put in, we have six podcasts here at All Saints. Mm -hmm. So if you just put in um, ASCS in any search engine in any place where you listen to your podcasts, we will pop up. It might not be ASCS. It might be yeah, it is. It's All Saints Episcopal School. Um, but if you put that in any iTunes or Google, Spotify, Google, Spotify, yep, any of those, put us in and you'll come up with all of our podcasts that we have coming out. So we will talk to you next later. week. Thank you, listeners.